0: This is John Byrne, the lead pastor here at Grace Fellowship, and this is the Grace Deep Dive podcast recorded deep in the depths of the Grace Fellowship basement here in Lakewood, Colorado. We dive a little deeper
1: into Sunday sermon. I'm Johnny McCloskey, and I'll be your host on the Grace Deep Dive podcast. Welcome back to the Grace Deep Dive Podcast. This is John and Johnny. Hey, uh, John, you didn't preach this week. I did not preach. this Yeah, in this case week. you noticed, that wasn't John. I, you know, I, it didn't sound like John, and, and John doesn't go by Crosby. I don't. So John, so so, kind of what happened? So you you took a you took a week off, and it's because you, you thought you're going to get your neck worked on. Yeah, I thought I was going to be
0: having surgery. As a matter of fact, I've gone through um, so mean you know, for, for, for those who don't know, yeah, I had a herniated disc between my C6 and my C7. so that means in, in your spine, the bottom of your neck, there's a disc and it herniated, which means it, the, it, it like the gel kind of gel that is inside the disc came out and started putting pressure on my spine. And for about a month and a half, I was in like a month and a little over a month, probably about five weeks. Uh, I was in really severe pain, and then um, lots of weakness in my arm and numbness. I couldn't you were feel already things. Pretty weak, so I mean, yeah, that's right, the thing. yeah. So hard. That was hard to notice. It was hard, hard to notice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so so it's been quite a process. That's been a, that was a couple months ago that started, and I have gone through three different surgical appointments where I scheduled surgeries, and then have now decided that I'm not getting surgery at all, uh, at all. As I just literally this morning went to Boulder had a had a pre-op appointment. Um, and they were three different surgeries at three different times. And, um, and just kind of, as I approached each one, I kind of had second thoughts for a variety of reasons. And, and this morning I went and saw the surgeon who was going to do what's called a micro um, basically go in there and cut some stuff out. So Peyton Manning had it the first couple times. Yeah, he yeah. Peyton Manning I, had this twice. I've learned, twice. A, lot. I've learned yeah. a lot from you, Joe. so, I. Yeah, so yeah. I. yeah, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. had this done twice, and then and it and it wasn't effective, so they ended up fusing his neck, which is you know, and I was scheduled for that at one point too. So sure. Um. Anyways, yeah. So uh. So but I've been getting stronger. The pain's completely gone. The numbness and and in my hands is is probably about eighty percent gone. Okay. And uh, and I'm starting to get some strength back, and so. So, I, as I talked to the surgeon this morning, he said, You know what? Let's just uh, not do it right Let's now. Wait, okay. So, so I'm not gonna do
1: it. Hopefully, hopefully, never, but we'll see. So, the doctor says, I have the strength of a 12 year old adolescent boy. This is, is that good or is that bad? Well, considering what you started with. Okay. That might be good. <laughs> that might be good. <laughs> well, anyways, so Crosby, Crosby was our, he's our youth pastor. Yeah, he,
0: he's the, he's the, uh, he's our intern. Youth, okay, gotcha. Youth, youth, youth pastor, intern, I guess you might say. Is that so people like don't that? get attached? Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's like, so, like, right? Um, uh, yeah, Crosby's a great guy, man. He's uh he's a really good kid. He's uh He's a, he's a junior at Colorado Christian University. Stud, yeah. He's been uh, working with our youth the last couple of years and then this year we kind of brought him on a little bit more official basis and we we give him enough money to put a little gas in his gas tank. Oh, and okay, then, gotcha. Like, we don't we don't hardly give him anything, uh, but, but we give him a little, little something. We've all done he's, that, He's huh? a paid intern, we've, yeah. We've all done that. Yeah, I think I think our, my first youth ministry gig, I think I got like $75 a month or something like yeah, that. I, uh,
1: and, I was doing it for free for a like, while.
0: I had to drive like 40 minutes to get there, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all paid our dues, <laughs> right? In that sense. But yeah, we're, so we're, we're gonna make him be poor, make him suffer for the kingdom for a while. That's right. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah.
1: Um <laughs> unless y'all decide to start giving us a ton of money, then maybe we'll there you go, yeah, that'll work out. <laughs> maybe we'll change yeah. that. Um so yeah, you know, we, you know, he he preached this Sunday, which I uh, which I think is pretty pretty great for someone who's so young, 21, and uh just to, oh, to be yeah. able to preach. And I was
0: supposed to have
1: just because I didn't quite get
0: there. I, I was supposed to have surgery this last week, and that was it, one of, that was one of the ones I scheduled and then canceled. And, uh, but I scheduled him to, him to preach in case. Welcome to my so, world of
1: ADD. Yeah, so I totally forgot. I was I like, t- "Oh, I we're good." Too. There we're was good. a question there somewhere. We're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so, anyways, just just so you guys know, uh, as you listen to this, that we're going to take a couple weeks off um, from the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast, we have uh, I think a Christmas play this week, and then uh, kids. Yeah, there will be sermon on the twenty second, but that's Christmas week. We're not going to do a podcast that week. So, yeah, and so um, I think the next podcast coming out is going to be the eighth of January. Yeah, I think that's that should if, be right if we are. uh if I'm we're, on top of if it If we are good to go Yeah It should be should be So this uh, We're when the series You know the arrival Coming up to, to yeah. the advent uh, Preparing yeah. the way for Christ Which is really cool I know your son did Did the uh, advent candle this, this Sunday So that was cool um, Tapped on the mic Yeah One of, I know.
0: One of my pet peeves I Don't know. ever tap on a Don't mic Don't tap on a mic If you ever do public speaking
1: Never This, this
0: is just some Some inside baseball things I feel like Don't doing it ever, right ever, now do ever ever
1: ever tap on a mic Can I tap on this mic right go ahead. now Oh really You're sure. gonna let me Okay here we go Let's see what happens Nothing. My mic. Oh on? yeah, no, it's 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 working. No. All right, Josh. I, was I was can saying. see the little squiggly think, lines. Is my? Be honest. Am I, am I even on this podcast? I usually try to turn you off. You turn me off.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put put I, somebody else in.
1: Put somebody else in, and we can do a voiceover later. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. my no, my son. Uh, yeah, he so he did the advent reading and tapped on the mic and don't ever tap on yeah, the mic. Don't, just, and don't is. ever say is this on? That's is this terrible. On? Is this thing on? <laughs> just start talking. The sound guy will fix it. We'll figure it out. And if he doesn't fix it after about 15 seconds... Then you can call him out. Then you can
1: call him out. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. 15 seconds is the time. So anyways... We are ADD crazy right now. We are all over the place. Yeah, but just think people are getting better at public speaking right now. I guess right so, now. yeah, hopefully. Um, so we're going, yeah, and they'll say, um, too. Then. So we're, uh, in the, um, in the, we're in the thing Advent here. <laughs> like. And yeah, talking about preparation for Christ yeah. to come. Yes, that's what we're talking about. And it seems like, and I, I'm trying to figure out now that I write this question, I'm trying to think out where my brain was at, but it seems like God. Makes a lot of preparations for things to come. Obviously, you have yeah. the sacrificial system that's mm-hmm. that's hundreds of years. You know, thousands. Yeah, thousands of years. Yeah, just wait and preparing for 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 the for Christ to come. Yeah, and so he makes all these preparations, and then gets, you know he'll get us to the next point. Yeah, and then he asks us to wait again <laughs> yeah. until the next point. You know, yeah. and he starts to prepare things again. Why does he do that? Just do it. <laughs> you know, like yeah, just fix it all right. Just now. Just fix it all right now.
0: Uh, that's a good, that's a great question. I, I don't know why, but you know, but the scripture talks a lot about fullness of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it talks about uh, that God will do this in the fullness of time. He uses that phrase in a couple in some different places, um, and I think that's really important. There's there's a sense of of uh, completeness in God's redemptive plan in history, and and there's a completion of, of one step before He takes another at times, and we don't always understand all the reasons for that. Um, but but we trust in His sovereignty for Him to do things at the right time, right? As a matter of fact, this morning, I, I on Wednesdays, I meet with a small group of guys that um kind of discipling a little bit. And um, we were talking about Matthew 24, which is, uh, you know, there's kind of this end times passage in, in Matthew where Jesus is teaching about about the end. And they ask Him questions, and He's like, no, you don't know the time of the day, right? And just like Acts one's like that. There's mul- multiple, multiple places where it's, you don't know the time of the day, right? But God will bring those things to complete, to completeness and to, in the fullness of time, he'll accomplish those things. Hebrews, Hebrews nine talks about this, that in the fullness of time, uh, you know, Christ came and in the fullness of time, he'll, he'll come again. And and so I, I don't, I don't know why he doesn't, uh, he wants to populate heaven. Maybe, I don't know.
1: I, I, I think, uh, we just got to tr- kind of trust in his timing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of when I think about that question, you know, even the fact that we ask that question, is yeah. kind of, you know, you know, I don't. It's, it's kind of selfish. We want it now, right? It's, it is selfish, and we. And the thing is, it's like you ever have it with your kids. I'm sure you do. Or, you know, I have three kids, three girls, and the biggest thing they ask me is why. Why, <laughs> right. Why, you know, like, here's what we're going to do. And here's my plan is, you know, and it makes sense to me and it's a good plan. Yeah. And they'll always ask why, why let's do yeah. this. Let's, you know, it's like, you don't know, you know, yeah. you don't know what, what I'm doing. I'm yeah. doing something that's important and it matters and yeah. it makes sense. And every step I do is an important step. And for me to try to explain that to a three-year-old, um, it doesn't make any sense You know, right. to them. And, and it really, I don't need to explain it to a three-year-old. Technically, and he does kind of lay things out. Like, here's here's what's going to happen. Here's here's the next step. Um, but we, you know. We just need to trust it that it, you know, and he doesn't even need to do that. Yeah, he, which is he nice. Gives us, he gives us enough information mm-hmm. to accomplish what's in front of us. And I'm, and I guess I am saying we're like three year olds. Yes, we are to God. And so, anyways. Yes, we are. Um, which well, is a good. That would be that would be pretty advanced. Actually, that should be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. You know, I think we need to have that mentality. But what should we be doing in the waiting? I think that's kind of the more important question. So trust that he has a plan. Trust he has a purpose. He has fulfilled certain things, yeah. so we know the next thing is going to happen. Yeah. Um, what do we do in the waiting? Yeah, and that's kind of what. Advent's about, right? That this advent, you're you're waiting, you're you're expecting, you're
0: hoping, you're looking forward to this coming of Christ. And and in many ways, that's what the Jews were doing, right? They were looking, they were waiting for that Messiah, that promised one that would come and free them um, from their oppression, from the burden of their of, of their circumstances. And um and they were waiting for a certain kind of messiah that Jesus was not that messiah in his first coming, anyways. And so, and so they but they were waiting and expecting. And that's kind of what we should do. We should we should understand. That God's timing is God's timing. We should look forward to. We should hope. We should, we can even pray. Jesus, please come. My yeah. goodness, what is what is happening? You know, you know, whatever. However, we can plead for that and and, and long for that. I think that's a good, healthy place. Uh, for us to be to long to see Jesus um, return, even though it's a day of judgment, right? And that, and we forget that sometimes we think, oh, it's all great and wonderful, but it's not for those who don't know mm-hmm. Jesus. And we need to remember that as well. And that's, that's what Peter talks about, you know, when it says, when he says that God is not uh, slow in keeping his promises, but he's patient, right? Yeah. And not, not wanting uh, that anyone should perish. And so, and so we should we should understand that side of things as well, and understand both. Look forward to his return, um, but there is some work to do, and I think that's what Crosby was trying to get at. Yeah. Um, you know, in this in this Malachi three and um, this whole idea, and John the Baptist as he comes and he prepares the way. Right, he's preparing the way for the first coming of Jesus, and and there's work to be done in that, and that and that is and that's so true. But in the same way that that John was preparing. The way for Jesus we too and you go to Matthew 24 I mentioned that passage earlier we too have work to do as the church to prepare the way for Christ's second coming hmm. and that's and a lot of that's proclaiming the gospel uh, to the other ends of the earth that's so so important yeah and so and which by the way just you know along those lines so we had giving Tuesday not okay. that long ago and giving Tuesday was great so so giving Tuesday if you're not familiar um, it's not just a Grace thing, right? It's not. It's not a okay. Grace Fellowship thing. It's a I don't know nationwide thing. I, I don't know if they do it in other it's countries. A church or not. thing or is it? A no, no, no. Non-profit. Uh, it's like a nonprofit thing. Okay, lots of nonprofits do Giving Tuesday. It's after the first Tuesday after Black Friday. You know, after all the gluttons go out and all the, spend
1: all this money uh, well, on new TVs well, and they, Xboxes. And hopefully, they're buying for other people. I buy for myself during Black Friday. <laughs> I so, of course, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like what deal, what deal do I want? (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, but after, after kind of that whole, uh, you know, materialistic black Friday kind of thing, um, kind of a, there's, it's an encouragement to give, to be charitable and kind and, and generous. And so we did a giving Tuesday and we, what we told our congregation and we didn't really publish it and push it real hard, but we, we said, Hey, everything that's given on giving Tuesday for us will go towards our global partners. And, and so, um, so $6,011 was given oh, on cool. Giving Tuesday. So all of that is going to help support our global partners around the world. People um, like like the AGs in Senegal um, or the Poyers in Estonia and the McKinneys in Costa Rica and uh, the Crocuses who who work on college campuses. And, you know, those, all of those kinds of people that our church supports, uh, all
1: $6,011 is going to go towards that. So, so great job, Grace. Yeah, well, that's an awesome thing. Um, going back, I want to jump back real quick. I think, you know, sometimes I think I'm hard on you know the Jews or whatever for not accepting... <laughs> Jesus was a Jew, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like, when well, they didn't accept... They didn't, when, you know, when Christ comes as... as they received the Messiah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they did receive the Messiah, but only on their terms. Yeah. But it makes sense now because you go thousands of years, you're waiting for this Messiah to come. Right. And then he, here he is now. He's here. He's right. on earth. Right. And he dies. And like, he dies. What? You know, like, what? That's Easter. That doesn't make this sense. This is Christmas. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's like... We waited for so long, and he's here, and we're celebrating, and now he's not here anymore, yeah. and now we gotta wait again. We gotta th- wait again, right? And I think even even for us, and that's I, been two thousand years. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question that that we were ready for. Oh. so I'm gonna throw one at you real quick. That's okay. You, I didn't even read it. You'll them. probably be fine. Um, so we're kind of waiting for Christ's second coming, yeah. right? And we're thinking heaven, all that kind of stuff is yeah. gonna be awesome. But yeah. there is something. Isn't there something before that? The that the millennial reign. Yeah. So right. So he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna reign for a thousand years. Yeah. So what you know again another thing you gotta wait for but that's okay that'll be a fun one though yeah well yeah I, so what was the question so the millennial kingdom that's next that's the that's oh you mean what's next in like the yeah the, the eschatological calendar or whatever oh, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> this is so funny yeah
0: oh this is hilarious you know we should get bill romish in here is what we should do he'll, he'll tell you what's next okay um listen i i don't have a chart i don't have a timeline i don't i, I don't and there's a reason for it um and maybe it's not the best reason, right? Because I. trust. It's put partly because I trust. But, man, you know, I take that, that seriously when the Bible, when Jesus said, you know, um, it's not for you to know the time of the day. I mm-hmm. take that seriously. It's not for me to know. Yeah. That when it comes, it'll come. It'll be obvious. Just be prepared. Just be prepared. Which right? is the point of this sermon. Yeah, ex- it, it, it is. It, be prepared and, and work towards that end as far as. Um, as far as all that's concerned. Right. I want to work towards Christ's second coming. I mean, there are literally days that um, I just look and you know, I'm, I'm 46 years old, middle aged. Right. Yeah. Is that, is that's middle aged, um, I suppose. And so I'm you know, there are days I, I'm driving around in the car and I go, man, Jesus, just come like I just I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to deal with all the stuff I got to deal with. And, and I'd rather you just come and we can get on with things. Right. So I, I long, I long for that. And it's not just because it's not like I have a terrible life. Trust me. Like, you know, as far as terrible lives are concerned, mine's, mine's not terrible. Um, but, but I do have this longing for him to come. and, And some of it is just the, the, the weariness of this world, whether it's, you know, um, even the weariness of doing things for God and, and, and wanting to proclaim the gospel and being frustrated because people don't understand or they don't receive it or whatever, whatever yeah. the case
1: might be. Well, I think, go, yeah, i will sorry to interrupt you, but I think part of it is you're preparing. Yeah. You know, you're preparing for something to happen. So if you're always preparing, then you want it to, you to happen. You want it to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. and And the reality is, statistically... You know,
0: like uh, my chances probably aren't very good that I'll be alive when he comes, you know, statistically yeah, speaking. Now, you know. I don't know. Somebody's going to be alive. It might as well be me. Right. Like I, I'm good with that. But I just, you know, I, I don't. Um, so, so I long for that. Mm-hmm. I work towards that. And we all should, every one of us, sh- that should be constantly on our minds. We should long for it. We should work towards it. But yeah, there's a millennial kingdom that comes first, right? And then the new heavens and new earth. And you, you can read that at the end of Revelation. It talks about that. Um, and, and, you know, some people talk about the tribulation. There's different ideas about uh, where the tribulation fits in to things and, and how, that, how that works. And that's yeah. prior to
1: the millennial kingdom. That's another... Another conversation. another conversation, yeah. which I hopefully will never have to have. Uh, <laughs> I think you know. it, yeah. Cause people can't seem to land on, on one position. There's yeah, many. I mean,
0: I think most people are pretty gracious when it comes to that, but occasionally you get certain people and they're usually pre-trib pre-millennials <laughs> sorry yeah. if you're pre-trib pre-millennial, this doesn't mean all of them, but
1: some of them get pretty dogmatic about how they got it all figured out. Okay. So anyways, okay. Wow. I'm, uh, there's your... I, I kind of got sucked into into what you're talking yeah, about. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, even, I d- wasn't even paying attention to what was next, but uh, my next question, <laughs> I got sucked into it. But anyways, uh, actually, I, I did have something to say, John. You do yeah. have a hard life. You do suffer more than most because you are a Minnesota fan. Oh, wow. So, I was, yeah, I just want to throw it Which man. won this last week? What, yeah, yeah, it was still... It doesn't mean anything, John. You always... That's... Okay. Side note: We're gonna make the playoffs. Side note: Side okay. So wow. here's, <laughs> hear me tell you what it's like. You don't know this because you're in the middle of it. Okay. Because you're a fan, but when you're a Minnesota fan, you always make the playoffs. Oh, this is true. This yeah. Is true. But you get knocked out. It's, the a, first it's round. a teaser. Not, yeah. not first round or, or second. We've gone to the <laughs> NFC Championship game <laughs> first, a whole bunch of times.
0: First or second. And yeah. the Super Bowl but four times. Always get knocked but out. But We all. Yeah. Yeah. We've, okay. we've not won the
1: Super Bowl, but we've been there four yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. We've it been in the NFC Championship a whole bunch of times, John. You always make the playoffs. We were in the NFC Championship just a few years ago. Yeah. But still. Oh, but you lost now and we, that's, the know, thing. that's what lost. they do to you yeah. so anyways stinking moving forward <laughs> moving forward um, God, God speaks through the prophets obviously we yes. talked about Malachi yep. referenced yep. that mm-hmm. um, which by the way he, you know he was saying that Malachi wasn't as respected maybe amongst the people. Is that, is that something that's not respected? I, I don't know. I don't think he meant to say
0: respected. It was just, you know, everybody knew Isaiah. Well known. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and sometimes you have these, these code words, right? Like you say, like I, saying Isaiah would almost be like saying the prophets, um, or something like that. It, it was it was like code word for all of it. Okay, you know we say the law. We don't mean just Leviticus and Deuteronomy. We mean the first five books of the, New Te- of the Old Testament. And you know, so the, sometimes some there's these code words that they use, and um, and they and they do this in the New Testament. And sometimes the authors of the New Testament will take uh, even multiple passages and, from the from the prophets and and kind of combine them together, and then they'll they'll say Isaiah said it or something like that or or whatever. Um, and so. You know, so New Testament authors do this a lot, and it and it, it's pretty common. So, so he says he says Isaiah, even though, um, you know, Micah says
1: it. That's completely understandable. They they understood that. That's not okay. Yeah, just curious. So, so does God still speak through prophets today? What do you think? Tough question. Well, the prophets or oh, like like new any prophets? prophets, new prophets,
0: new prophets. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great question. Not in the same sense for sure. Okay, there's no doubt. Listen. Um, we, we, you know, God gave us the prophets of the old Testament and they told us about Jesus coming his first and his second coming. And so they told us still about future things that have, uh, have yet to happen. And, um, and they, those were words of the Lord. You know, they, the prophets had often used that, that phrase, the word of the Lord came to me, um, or, or, or something very similar to that phrase. And, and they were unique voices in redemptive history um, that not only challenged the, the authorities of the time often and warned usually the, the, the Jews, uh, the Hebrews about God's coming judgment because they had often turned their, their back on God. Sometimes they address other nations, but most of the time it's the Hebrews. And so, and so they play a very specific role in redemptive history. Oh, um, we don't have prophets today that are going to add to the canon of Scripture. We don't have that. As a matter of fact, I would caution anybody who says, uh, you know, God told me to tell you or God gave me a message or whatever. I mean, be very careful with that. You know, um, if, if, you're, if you're saying that, then you're saying that what you are about to say came from God and that that is not that, only does it have weighty. authority, yeah. that's weighty, uh-huh. it has authority and it's infallible and, and cannot err. And, and if, 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 if you're it, wrong, if you're wrong, then you're a false prophet. And I'll just put it this way. The scripture does it, not treat treat false prophets kindly. Yeah, they didn't live very long. They didn't live very long, <laughs> live very long in the way. Old Testament, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, the true ones didn't live very <laughs> <laughs> long either, Yeah, yeah. I guess, but that's a different deal. Also true. <laughs> different, a matter, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. you don't want to be a prophet. That's, that's a, uh, being a prophetic voice is not a pleasant <laughs> thing. Exactly, yeah, because usually
1: <laughs> usually, it's not like, it's not usually not good news. I mean, sometimes yeah, it is. true. Yeah, and then people don't like you. Yeah, so. pro- the prophetic voice is often... Um, a challenging voice mm-hmm. and,
0: it, and it's and it often calls out the uh, leaders of, of of that faith or whatever so f- for the Jews it would have been the leaders of, of Israel often um, and and for I think there's an office of office of prophet not an office of prophet but a gift of prophecy in the sense that I think some, some people have a prophetic voice in that in their tone in how they uh, speak to the world around them as a matter of fact I think I, I have that gift and I have to be careful with it because it can be come across very harsh a lot okay. of times
1: and, and attacking. And so there's a place for that, but you got to be careful with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, a couple of weird questions that are kind of don't really have much. Well, this one doesn't, one does have to do with the message. One doesn't. Yeah. But, I know we mentioned John the Baptist. He's preparing the way. Yeah. Um, when I think about baptism, is there was there baptism before John the Baptist? Was that yeah. a common practice? Yeah, it was a common practice. There were,
0: it was a cleansing of sorts. Uh, you know, John, had, John's baptism was the baptism of repentance for you know that kind of thing. Um, where it's so almost like a ritual to some degree. Yeah, back Yeah, ritual, a, a Jewish ritual of cleansing, and there were several of them. Um, you know, often. You know, like, like related to sanctification type things uh, where something would be sanctified, you know, be sanctified, they'd, they they'd go through this cleansing process. Yeah, because there's a lot of cleansing rituals going yeah, exactly. on before Christ, you know, oh, yeah. being yeah. purified and all yeah, that baptism, kind of stuff. Yeah, baptism, in the Bible, it kind of springs up out of nowhere in yeah. the sense
1: that the, the terminology really isn't used before that, but you see it in practices, that uh, makes Jewish sense. Practices, so then yeah. I would assume then that there, there's a, be a time where you get baptized multiple times. Just to to re cleanse yourself, re dedicate yourself. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't I don't know. I know the answer to that. Yeah. but that's, I would I th- assume it, w- it would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's kind of kind of wrap this up. You know, I know we've been talking a little bit. We have. That's um, all right. Are we okay on time? We're, we're great on time. Um, tangible ways that we can prepare for the second coming of Christ. Um, I, I know he kind of mentioned some, but would would you like to add any?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because I think we we in American culture especially. Um, and in some other places around the world as well, but we've, we're so comfortable with our Christianity. It is so easy to be a Christian. We don't get persecuted for the most part. Now we can look around. We f- can find instances. Maybe right? a Facebook <laughs> persecution. Yeah, so, so, yeah. But even even that, you know, I think, um, you, 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 like I said, you can look around, and there's the Bernal Stetsman type things, the, the florist who uh, didn't want to do... Um, the flower arrangement for a, a gay wedding. There's uh, Jack and Debbie Phillips, a masterpiece in that similar situation with cakes. And um, there's a print or there's a video movie maker in Minnesota. And you, there's tons of these. Sure. Cases all around. There's one down in Arizona. But historically. It, yeah. But, but generally speaking, the day to day, most of us were able to live our Christian lives without really any persecution. Now is the day coming where there'll be some, yeah, I think maybe, I think that could could very well be coming... And just, I don't know how things are going to go. I can't tell the future, but it sure seems like that's a very realistic possibility in the not too distant future. Is that an example of your prophetic lean there, like <laughs> it, the
1: harsh truth? Harsh truth? No, harsh truth, no, harsh truth well, though. Well, maybe. Maybe you know, that like aspect people, of it. People yeah. don't want to hear I don't have it. any yeah. special words from God. No, no. Yeah. no well, you, you just said, to clarify, you just said, I don't know. Yeah. But that's kind of like, I think, what, what you're saying at yeah, that could point. Be. could be. And, and and Things that we don't want to hear. Yeah, we don't want to hear. And to
0: mm-hmm. some degree, that could, that could could you know maybe that's even some kind of judgment. On our our complacency as as followers of Christ, you know, we need to be serious about about that. So what do we do? We we proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. That that doesn't mean now. And I, I get I hear this all the time. People, um, or I've heard it a lot. I should say I, I don't know if I hear it all the time, but I've heard it a lot where people are very afraid to talk about their faith in their workplace or something like that. And 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 I I got to be honest with you, man. I I just think that uh, you know, the, here's my prophetic voice. You ready? I think it's kind of a cop out. Yeah. I think it's a cop out. You can, you can find ways to reach, reach the people at your workplace with the gospel. Of Jesus Christ doesn't mean you have to jump up on your desk and start preaching. Yeah. Um, but it does require proclamation at some point. You have to say it at some point. But, man, you can love people well, take them out for coffee, have a conversation with them. Tell them I'm praying for point. you. Yeah, how can I pray for you? A simple question. Oh, yeah, you're, you know, and, and not, you know, you can pray for, we did that this morning. With the group of guys I was with, I asked the waitress, I go, hey, we're going to pray for our meal in a second. Can we pray for you? And she said, oh, yeah. She didn't give us anything specific, but she welcomed the prayer. So we prayed for her, right? And I know that wasn't my workplace and my workplace is a church and it's different, but, um, But I've had plenty of jobs in the secular world, and I've always been open about my faith, and I've always been honest about my faith. And even in environments where they kind of look down on that, and I just go, look, do what you want to do. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I'm going to be... Kind, compassionate. I'm not going to jump up on a desk start preaching at people. I'm not going to hit people over the head with the Bible, which doesn't but really work. It
1: doesn't mean, work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah,
0: And but but I am going to talk about it because it's part of, it's part of who I am. It is more part of who I am than anything else in my life, including my job. Hmm. And so, so talk about Jesus. Why is that preparing for? his second coming because in Matthew 24 it says that you know we're, we're to bring the gospel to the end of the earth and then Jesus will return right so there is kind of this little bit of a timeline as far as what's next well here's part of what's next bring the gospel to the ends of the world and to the ends of the earth yeah, that is what's next that's preparing and so prepare the way bring the prepare the way pr- the highway right um so so important we need to be about that no matter what we do for a living no matter where we where we are what part of the world we're in we need to be proclaiming the, the good news of Jesus Christ
1: I like your evangelism style, John. You go, you go to the gym. You go to the not the gym, gym, but you go to you call the gym, but basically it's, it's jiu jitsu, muay thai, muay thai, whatever. Now, although I haven't done that in like two months. Yeah, I'm so going go to the actual gym where people dying. lift weights and stuff. But just so, so you know, John's John's, John's uh, evangelism mentality is he beats people up and then he tells them about Christ. <laughs> it's basically what he does. So I'm like,
0: look, I'm going to choke you out. Or yeah, yeah, unless you Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> no, you
1: I, don't do that. Tap out or uh, or yeah, receive a repent. That's what you do.
0: I I will tell you this though. Look and and I, um, you know, I teach some classes at the gym and stuff and, uh, I'm teaching, I'm going to actually teach one tonight. It's been a long time. Um, but anyways, I, I just, um, you know, that I, I, I evangelize
1: there. I do. Yeah. A lot. That's one of the reasons why, why, do do reason why you do it. It is one of yeah. the reasons I do it. Be strategic. And that's, I think that's the point is as you prepare, you be strategic in what you're doing yeah. and how you're living. Uh, John, any, uh, any resources that you might recommend? I know, I know you didn't do, or do you have any questions, or that you are things you want to talk about? Don't ask me questions. I don't want to. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I, I don't so want to. Johnny, I don't want to put on the spot. Now you know, there's so many,
0: there's so many good uh, resources out there in Advent, and we're kind of almost late in the Advent season, but you can get some online stuff. There's, there's uh, Max Maxicato's got. Um, a great uh, advent little book out even bonhoeffer's got a got a advent book out so really great resources if you want to read some devotionals through, through advent as we look forward to the celebration of christ's first coming uh those could be very good
1: what's the big idea for this week john get busy preparing the way thank you for joining us on the grace deep dive podcast where we believe in real grace for real living we'll see you next week